Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Kix. Hi. What's up? Nothing much. Love to hear that. Nothing much. Yeah, just um, shove my face with some French fries and some. What was for dinner? I um, panic made French fries and leftover chicken nuggets. Panic made French fries. That feels like you, were they frozen? Yeah. Oh, okay. In my mind, that's such a long process. So I was like, it did take a long time, but I was like, I don't know what to eat, and I have forty minutes. I did eat two chicken nuggets, and then I'm going to go eat dinner after this. So nice. We're in a nice. similar journey. Um, hi, everyone. So we have a little what we're watching up today that is going to be mostly dedicated here to um, the the oldest show on TV, The Golden Oof. Bachelor. Hmm. We're back, baby. That's what I want to say up top is um, you haven't where? been asking for it. Oh, Bachelor Nation. Oh, we're Bachelor back in Nation. the niche. Sure, for a moment, and I want to. I want to one single episode. <laughs> I want to be very clear to those listening that this is a one-off. Um, however, we'll dive into it because I it, we've been in recovery from Batch Nation. It's it's been a lot. It's toxic. It's a lot. Of episodes <laughs> you say that as with if a like, lot of commercials. I know, but you say that as if we've dedicated our lives to something non-toxic. Yeah, all we do is talk about toxic things. Yeah, so I mean, but you, one can only handle so many toxic fandoms. You know, I have a couple going. I have Drag you Race. Have, yeah. I have, I don't really, you know, you know why I love like the challenge and Big Brother and Survivor? I stay out of that fandom world. It's very mm-hmm. tangential to me. I just like, it's over, over there. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. I stay out of the spoilers and all that stuff, but. Um, so we're I'm deep in the Bravo and the in the Drag Race uh, toxicity. Toxicity, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, and luckily we're on the outs of the toxicity of um, Batchnish. But what do you mean? I don't of know. I people? feel like it's the people are a racist. What? The people <laughs> <Sometimes> suck. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. We're out of it. Like, oh, physically. I, I thought you meant, like, the the community, that the Batch community has has the come out of, of the, the of the darkness and are now a, a brighter people, which no, I just no, don't no, think no. that's the No, no, no. They still suck. I'm sure that, I'm sure Golden Bachelor is, like, kind of, hopefully it's, like, resetting everybody to, like, take a step back. And, and realize like, that life is, life is bigger than this. Life is bigger than this. <laughs> and life and, is long. And it's fucking long. Because these people have been through a ton. Marriages, plural. I know. And a lot of trauma. And let's dive into it, if you will. <laughs> yeah, so the Golden Bachelor, for those... So I have some questions about it. Is this The Bachelor, or is this, like, a different show? It's a great question. I have no idea. Okay. Usually you know things about The Bachelor, about Bachelor. I have lost touch, um... <laughs> I've lost touch. I've lost touch with my Batch Nation, like, encyclopedic knowledge because I have really been out of it. Um, But, um, yeah, I have no idea. Now, was the last Bachelor the guy that has all these people pregnant right now? Who's that? No, that's the host. 
No, that's not is the host. He? You don't know anything. Oh. It's no, it's I know Clayton. Nothing. I think but, is his name. Yeah, Clayton. Um, I could. They all. They all look the same. I all know, of those but, white men with know, short ass you, hair. I thought like your like claim to fame on your Chiron is like can name the f- name of every person no. on Batch Nation. You're always like not anymore. Oh, not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. Okay. Well, there we not go. Not anymore. <laughs> Things um, have changed. We're all changing, yeah. I guess. We're all changing. No, We're all growing. I just I guess what my my the core question though was yeah, it is Clayton. Yeah, Clayton has is having all of. I, I don't know what's going on there, but you you keep. Posting I do. About I it. do know that. Okay, but the, okay. Now I'm confused. You just. <laughs> what are you talking about? So so the whole time you thought the host was had baby mamas. Yes. Cool. So you didn't read any of the articles because you posted it on they the dumpster exactly accounts and you were obsessed with it. I, I I don't. They think look they, exactly the same. I don't think they do. Also, as a as a self proclaimed batch head, like knows everyone jesse is like an old bachelor person isn't he yeah the host right no yeah not a yeah he is the host he's also an old bachelor guy right but i really thought it was the same guy they look exactly the same no, i know but anyway who's Clayton, known who jesse was for so long it's shocking to me that you, you know what were, like the this guy girl is, math <laughs> yeah the girl math is girl math science thing. okay um so yes clayton is allegedly waiting a paternity test <laughs> Um, <laughs> and is allegedly the father of uh i think one child <laughs> well we're gonna move on because I, I want you to do some more deep diving this. but from arizona okay uh cool so the yeah so golden bachelor is i guess i know it's airing at the same time as bip which we're not gonna touch but no. we used to touch um i just don't know those people anymore so it's hard to get invested but with Golden Bachelor, my biggest takeaway right at the top, this episode was only 45 minutes long. Thank God. And you know what? That's what I mean. A reset, baby. Right. I know. And in the words of Mary Cosby, cheers to that. I don't know cheers I, to that. if you've seen that um, episode yet. But. I had a lot of comments through the whole episode. And one of them was being, it was 45 minutes and they still saw the sunrise. And it was daytime. Like that's that's proof that you can squeeze it in. Uh-huh. We don't need an hour and a half of these ladies. We, hour kicks hour and a half. That's kind. It's often two full fucking hours of them just meandering around this mansion. And you know what? It makes me a little sad that they made all these old ass people stay up until like six a.m. There's so many moments where I was all, thinking that too. They're all like. Well, well, um, the bachelor, what's his name again? Um, George, right? No, not George. What's his name? <laughs> Greg. Greg? Gary, 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 Gary. Gary. <laughs> um, where Gary's like, I haven't been up this late and I don't know how no, long. The sun wasn't rising. The sun was up. Yeah. These so in my rally. mind, when they did a pan out, I was like, oh, they let everybody go to sleep. Right. Agreed. No. Well, they let one woman go to sleep, which I think that was like the biggest stunt casting ever. But um, the, yeah, the rest of them, they kept they kept awake. But um, we have a beautiful batch of women. Now, before we get to the women, gorgeous, we get to know Jerry real quick. And I was not prepared for this Mm-mm-mm-mm. at Mm-mm. all. I do want to start off the top before we dive into Jerry. Um Someone on the production team and the creative team really thought they ate. Um, with the opening credit or the opening scene being silent. And then when Jerry puts on his, his name's Jerry. 
His name. Jerry. I'm looking at his name. It's Jerry. G- it's G E R R Y. That is <laughs> it's Jerry. Jerry. It's Jerry. Jerry. It is so, Jerry. Um, he puts on his hearing aid. Music starts playing. The creative team were like, "I got an amazing idea. Let's really let's do this. Let's play up the fact that this man is 71 and has hearing aids. Let's just hold the yeah. music until he puts, puts them it in. on. Right? No, it really is." It's pretty genius and also kind of mean, but kind of not. You know, that exactly. and that is something else about the show that for a show that is so savage, savage, I could have afforded a little savagery. I know that these women are older. We don't want to take advantage of them in that way from a reality TV they're, standpoint. They're bunking together. They're in a three girl twin. I know. I just, I, I <laughs> could have afforded a little more mess, which we didn't get, you know? I think. Based on the promo, I feel like there's going to be mess just emotionally. Okay. I think that's what, like, they didn't, I think, fully see the end of is, like, these people are not 21. So they've been through a lot. So, like, why, like, it seems kind of brutal to be like, yes, let this really attractive 71-year-old fall in love seven years after his wife died and let's see how it plays out and like it's just a mess and you know when you think about it most of these ladies well a lot of these ladies this could be their um last love every (laughs) you know yeah i mean most of these women there are we have a couple in their 60s um but a lot in their 70s Mm -hmm. and some in their 80s (laughs) No, no one's in their 80s. Yes, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's mom is 80-something. Oh, I want to say April, who looks like trouble. And I think she's the one that we can all count on to stir the pot. Um, she did say she's had three loves of her life. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did. And, you you know, I can't, I don't blame her for that. No, I know. It's just funny. It's like, when you think about maybe this is their last love. Like, well, April's had three. So, like, and some of these women have had one. So, like. But this Odds will be are. this will be the end um, of of her loves, I guess. Maybe Jerry is the last guy. I think um, no, I don't think they're a match. But yeah, so we're gonna kind of just go. I think the best way to do this is go through the women and just talk about the episode that way, um, and then yeah. we can kind of get to who stays, who goes. But the episode opens once again with Jerry and the hearing aid puts it on, and we. I would say two minutes in, learn immediately about this really tragic story. It's so sad. His wife and him had just, she had retired. They bought their dream house. They bought their like dream retired life house. And um, like a couple months into them having that, or a month into them having the house, she was really sick uh, and didn't know what it was. So they went to the hospital ended up she had some sort of bacterial infection and then never Mm -hmm. left the hospital and died there like a week later and it's so heartbreaking so sad like she didn't have it's not not that cancer is any better or worse but there was not like a um there was not like a a diagnosis period she just never came home like they went to the doctor and then she never came home it was like in a month from when they closed from when she had passed yeah. So it's tough. I mean, he's gone through so much and to be brave enough to like go on TV and find a new love of your life. I mean, you know, we've had our own kind of relationship with um, people moving on and things like that at a certain age. And 
it's it's very interesting because like you do have a different perspective when you're in your like 70s and like yeah. you're like well I gotta do something yeah like I can't just sit here like and I need a partner and if my partner is gone you know like I gotta and you know it I, I, I support him and it's really beautiful yeah, to too. see his daughters and his like granddaughter be so supportive of it because there's a world in which his family could be kind of like, what about mom? You know what I mean? And they're not mm-hmm. like that. They, the, the, those girls are just like so excited for him, you know, mm-hmm. which I think is mm-hmm. cool. Um, But shout out to Jerry. He's like maybe the sweetest man that's ever been on television. Yeah. He's so nice. And he was and like the, crying all of the, during the rose ceremony. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, just something I want to say up top before we really dive too deep um, is this house is still ugly. That was the first thing I wrote in my notes was torture because well, I was crying. I'm happy that Then you did. I said, why is this house still ugly? Why? Why? Well, they haven't changed the decor. It looks like 2008 still. And I, you know... I, I am happy, though, that they could have gone shady and put them in, like, a home. Yeah, thank God they didn't do that. <laughs> Which I kind of would have laughed at, but not very nice. Um, but, yeah, so we kind of just, like, hop straight into the episode and start to meet the ladies. So we're going to kind of go through the ladies. Um, I think, um, too, like, the first woman, I'm kind of pissed she didn't get a rose. Her name is uh, Edith. She's hot. Yes, Edith was beautiful, but they didn't really have any time together. I know. It was just such a cute little moment. They had the little, like, um, confetti thing. Yeah. Go- she's gorgeous. I was like, ooh, maybe this is something. So, um, yeah, I'm just, we're, we'll post something on uh, the Instagram so you guys can follow along with this as well. But once again, we're just going to go through the ladies, chat about their impressions on him, and then uh, chat about kind of what, how we thought the whole app ended and who got the first impression rose and all, all the good stuff. But first up we have Anna, which Anna, I don't remember Anna. Do you remember Anna? Mm-mm. I don't know if she got a lot of scream time, but next we have April, April. We spoke about earlier. So April, she could be on the real Look, I was going to say, she looks like Marisol to me. Yeah. A mix of <laughs> oh, Marisol. And, and she's in Florida, of course. Yeah. A mix of Marisol. And what's the woman who lived across the street from LVP? Oh, Adrian Malouf. Yeah. You know who she looks exactly like, actually? And you won't know this person, but Gina, um, sorry, not Gina, Emily on Orange County Housewives, her mom, her, sorry, not her mom, her stepmother. No, not her stepmother, excuse me, her mother in law. <laughs> She's on the show a lot. They're always at her mother in law's house and stuff because they have this massive mansion. She looks exactly like her. And now, uh, April had a sit down with him where she talked about being a therapist. Now, can you imagine this woman being your therapist? Absolutely not. I would be frightened for my life. <laughs> she looks like someone who would shade me, like just read me to the ground. To, yeah, filth. I would leave crying because of what she said. Right. I'd be like, she's she is the bully here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she does look like she lives like in Florida or Fort Worth. Like Orange County. She also gives that. She was in Florida. She was in Port Saint. I know. I know. Yeah. I I mean, she just like gives that like um, that that energy. Yes, he (laughs) does give April a rose. Um, she she'll be back again next week. For me, she is kind of maybe our drama. For sure. Because she's a little cunty, which she's in like she seems like a little bit of a troublemaker. Mm Hmm. 
And then next we have Christina. Christina. Oh, she was the first person to grab him too. Oh, she was. Ballsy. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Next we have Christina. Um, Christina, I, you know, I don't remember much about Christina, but Christina's first concert ever was the Beatles in 1964, which makes my brain hurt. Yeah. Wait, wow. how old is she? How old is she? 73. It says at the top. Yeah. Oh, 73. 73. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. She's beautiful. I, I wish the best for her. I wish I had seen more of her. All of these photos are so amazing. Like, I love what the, the direction they went in. Yes. They, once they all again, look so. They did it like in a nice, tasteful way, mm-hmm. which is just not how they roll. Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> Edith, Edith of next. Edith is from Downey, California. This. She's a retired realtor. Edith is building an ADU in her backyard, and she is the project. And she is the project manager. Um, I I like Edith. She's beautiful. Wait, she did get a rose. She did not. Oh yeah, but they, they didn't have a lot of time together. She is I know, absolutely I'm stunning. Sad, though I thought she was so fun and gorgeous. I know. Mad props to any woman of a certain age that embraces long hair well and mm-hmm. it be gray mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that sentence was wrong but it be gray it be gray <laughs> and long you don't often you see just that. don't see women with long gray hair that don't belong in a cult often like usually it's mm-hmm. a little like quakery shout out quakers aren't cults no sorry i should have said a cult deeply like conservative community yes but they're in Quakers a. are not that conservative. But they're that in a community. What's an offline conversation? Look, it, it it can be online. What's wrong? I'm just saying Quakers are not as conservative. You're thinking of like Amish. Okay, maybe that's what I mean. But I, yeah. regardless, they, she doesn't have like hair down to her butt. It's like straight and it's all gray. It's like it's like done. It's beautiful. She's embracing being this like silver fox, and um, I'm sad that she is gone. Ditto. She's not dead. She's not dead. She's alive. Oh, Ellen. Ellen. Okay. So Ellen was really sweet. Ellen is a retired teacher from Delray Beach. I do remember Ellen. Yeah. Um, she loves dancing despite her two left feet. She, we get some scenes of her in the preview of her just like sobbing. So I think, I think hearts are broken here, but they she, would look like a good Ellen match to me. The, Ellen is the woman who, is this the woman whose friend passed away yes yes yeah. so ellen yeah so ellen's best friend has can't no, she didn't die she didn't die she did die she's died since the show aired yeah it was in the ending credits oh I dedicated to oh, ellen's no. friend that makes me sad I, yeah. I did not see that um yeah so ellen her one her best friend is, has some very far um very intense cancer that's like been ongoing for a bit and encouraged her to go on the show Mm-hmm. And they show a scene of her and her friend cuddled and up that's talking. That's so sweet. And I was crying. And I guess her friend never got to see the show, which is so sad. That's very sad. Well, moving well, on. Well, Faith. Faith. Now, Faith, court, also, by the way, oh, some people, some other people have this too, but Faith gets a headshot in this Entertainment Weekly spread that is like, she's the star. And, and that did reflect on the show. Um, mm-hmm. So Faith is 60 years old. She's from Benton City, uh, Washington, and she's a high school teacher, and she loves riding horses. And she rode in on a freaking motorcycle. She did, which was kind of baller. Yeah. And she does get the first impression rose. What did you think about that? Because I didn't actually think she deserved it. Granted, I was it's, not our feeling. it's not our feelings, Ooh, I- but... 
who I don't like and who we'll get to later <laughs> is Teresa. And I did think she deserved the first impression rose. Teresa did? Yeah. Well, I thought it I was Teresa's I just... birthday. They kiss with a cupcake. Oh, I liked her. You didn't like her? She gives me. Um... This is why I don't like talking about this show is because I can be so fucking ruthless. And these are real humans. I, I understand. She gives me a little creepy, like, a little murder, obsessive a little vibes. murder suey. I knew that that's where you were heading. <laughs> that's not where it was heading. Oh, just I me- was like, I was just going like kind of like stalkery, like obsessive vibes. Yeah. I, I, no, no, I understand what you're saying. Like a little Norma Desmond, like a little, like, uh, a little Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. know, I there's something behind the eyes that isn't totally correct. And I feel that correct. she's going to go far. And she definitely then he's, is. He's going to break up with her and she's going to be fucking devastated. I agree with everything you just said. Um, Okay, next we have uh, Jeannie. Now, Jeannie essentially looks like June Diane Raphael's long-lost older sister. Yep. <laughs> yep, for sure. They have the same face, right? I'm really, they have the same face. I'm really honing in on it now. Same it looks like smile. they put June Diane Raphael in like an age, an age simulator and like showed her up here. Um, Slay. But so Jeannie's 65. She's from East Still Springs, Tennessee. She's a retired project manager at... F- Everyone's a pro. Yeah, can I say something? Tom, be nice. No, no. Life is project management. Like we're all project managers. I just, I, I no, Tom. Kicks. <laughs> Tom. Some people don't manage projects well. I just think we can retire that title and come up with more creative titles for people's jobs. I actually completely disagree. Okay. Um, I find um project management a lot of work and very challenging and i think it deserves its own title in being a project manager who um our friend nor project manager who's listening to this podcast i'm a project manager essentially i'm not saying (laughs) i'm saying that like i feel like everyone is in project management and some are just good and some are bad at it whether you realize it or not you're in project management no i know i'm in project management Right. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, but also just being an adult is being a project manager. I have to get, I have to get my laundry done. Okay. I have to well, go tell get Jeannie, my... she's 65 and she's been doing this her whole fucking life. See how she feels about this. I'm, no, I'm just saying in general, project management is, <laughs> is life. If you're not project managing, are you just like sitting at home rich and having other people project manage for you? Maybe. <laughs> just, Anyways. It's just, it's just something I, something I gotta say. But Je- I'm glad Jeannie's, you got that off your Jeannie's chest. And it's favorite, very topical too. Jeannie's favorite color is neon. Is that a color? I hate that. <laughs> that makes me. Let's just continue her. to drag her. I hate <laughs> yeah. when people are like, "I love neon." It's like, like, do you? What do you love about why? it? I guess it's happy. It's like a not happy for me. Color. It's not for me either. To me, happy is like army green <laughs> and navy. <laughs> I like uh yeah. Neon I like makes Army me Green. look ill. It makes a resurgence like every four years and it's like in and out in like less than three months because it's always so ugly. Yeah. So it's, like it's not, not in my closet. Slay genie. Slay your project management and slay your neon favorite <laughs> green color. 
Okay, next we have the smoke show of the the season. Yeah. Joan. Joan looks like a movie star? She, yeah, 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 yeah. And she, all she was was just a principal. And, like, you'd think that she was, like, a model. I'm not to say that that's a bad thing. Please do not come for people's <laughs> agenda, their jobs. I'm not coming for it. I'm just laughing because this is the hottest principal <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> all she was was a principal. Now, we have our, <laughs> we have very, very, we have a very close friend of the family that is a um, superintendent, and she's a smoke show. Yeah, I guess it's up for you know the what qualifications. I mean? You gotta be like hot. maybe you just gotta be hot as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's smart because dumbass male superintendents may take you seriously. Sorry. Oof. Anyways, <laughs> Kathy, We're, Kathy, Joan loves dancing after a couple of glasses of wine. Agreed. Same. Same. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, she's hot. Yeah, she's... I want to get to scroll down because we got to talk about Miss Kathy. Okay, so Kathy, Kathy. Now I took some stills of Kathy. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Where to begin? I love her. I, I'm so glad she got a rose because I can't wait. To I just see need her in the brings. background of every scene too, making because she is like has makes the craziest facial expressions. Yeah, lots to say, and also all relatable things to say too. I know, and in her, she she is one of the people that had the like, the edit where it's like, I thought I was gonna get a rose, and I'm not seeing the rose. Where's the rose? Am I gonna yeah. get the rose? And I'm like, it would be her because she just looks like a ball of anxiety. Talk about someone who needs a project manager, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> Retired. Okay, well, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Why? I just want job titles are so funny to me because they essentially are just things. Especially on this show because they famously say the weirdest shit. They're respecting these women, which I appreciate. But like they put people's chirons as like twin. So. Right. I I was thinking about it recently. Like if I was on a show, what what on earth would my chiron say? Project manager. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> production manager producer uh podcaster ex baller it probably if i was on survivor it'd probably be like it would say retired ex. spin instructor yeah. <laughs> ex slash, spin instructor, gay. slash gay because <laughs> <laughs> me in you will all gays are project managers it's part of the gig it but, is part of the gig but um kathy is a retired educational consultant what does that mean she looks like she works like, like she ER, gives, ERQ like, or ORK? ORK. Okay. <laughs> like she's a, she's a boss. Yeah. She's consulted and people people's lives got changed for the better. Yeah. Now, do you think she's writing curriculum or do you think she's project managing schools? <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> what does it mean, though? What is an educational consultant? Is that that could also be in this is no shade to this this job? A substitute teacher. <laughs> it's an educational consultant. You're right. They should rebrand as that. Like if I was a sub, sub, I would be like, it's educational consultant to you. Yeah. That's honestly that's honestly good branding. And Kathy, need, need, need we not forget, is obsessed with Christmas. God love her. God love her. Um, sadly, Leslie has no <laughs> photo in this. And We don't get to see a photo of Leslie. 
I think oh, I is remember this a dancer? her. Yes, a fitness instructor. She's got a hot bod. I think I remember her. Probably. Let's see, Leslie. Oh no! Is this a woman that came in a tracksuit? No. Le- no, oh, no, yeah, no, no, this no. is the dancer. This is, no, Leslie is Prince's muse. Remember the woman that wrote the dated Prince for like a second? Says, I, it's just like, okay, I need says, proof. Right, says Leslie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, is she the one that came out in the old woman outfit? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Leslie, Prince wrote a song about her. Congrats, babe. Um, next we have Maria. Could not tell you who this woman is, but shout mm-hmm. out. Next we have Love. Marina. Loved Marina. Marina did get a rose. I'm obsessed with the fact that none of these women know what they're doing. And yes. so there's like five like batch nation women here. And then everybody else is just like, I'm here to date this like hot guy. Um, and so she's one of them that at the rose ceremony, he says her name and she like looks over her shoulder and she's like, do I go up there? <laughs> It's sweet. It really is. I like, love it so much. We need more of old people in these shows to like twist it up, fix it up. I wrote this down and I can't remember who said it, but someone said it was one of the blondes said, when I first saw you on Good Morning America, I couldn't breathe for two hours. <laughs> At this age, that's not good. What a horrifying thing to hear. That is horrifying. Really? That's what I would say. For two really? hours. Like, do we need a medic? It wasn't her. Because she's she's better than that. No, Marina's better than that. Marina's better <laughs> yeah. than this show. Um, but we're lucky to have her. She's an educator in Los Angeles. And Marina has not one, not two, but three master's degrees. Of she, does. she also works. Uh next we have Nancy. Nancy is a retired interior designer. I Me too. don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks went to school for interior design, but does not oh, do it anymore. Or not actually use it. once say she never did it. I did it when we moved offices at my current job and that had to lay out the floor plan. Party. Project managed the shit out of that. Listen to that. You're project managing. Shout out, Nancy. Natasha. Now I loved Natasha. Natasha was <laughs> quite the character. And she is from New York, New York, and is a pro-aging coach and midlife speaker. Now, that's a job description I can get behind. Yeah. We need more of that. Because I'd listen to her. Because why on earth does life, like, end at 40 in many people's brains? Like, you get to live a whole... You get to do it all over again. I feel like 60 is the new 30. I I don't know about that, but... (laughs) I think 30 is I think I think 30s and 40s are where a lot of the kids are thriving these days because also did you see that article that's saying like we're gonna live to like we're 120 I'm not interested in that I I got zero you know what I got zero interest in that I was hoping I would be RIP by the time the oceans came and took us (laughs) yeah like we're gonna die from other ways like (laughs) Like I'd New York die. City is fucking sinking, so I know, but New York City's always sinking. It's always sinking, yeah. That that everything, to us in everything's, 60 years. everything's sinking. Yeah. I know I learned that New York City weighs three trillion pounds. Does that feel like a lot to you or not a lot to you? It doesn't feel like enough. I agree. That was what I thought too. My question with like just geography. Thank you for bringing it up. 
So since we're on an island, does the island touch the ocean floor? <laughs> Kicks. I think about this as well. <laughs> like, and can the, you go it, to the bottom of cannot, New York it, City? It kicks, but I, you know, it touches the bottom of the floor. But like when you're on islands, like in the middle of the ocean, like think about how fucking deep that island physically runs. It touches. They, they have to. I just think about it all the time. Because but I'm that's like, why the we're deepest not parts of... Uh, <laughs> No, that's why the deepest parts of the ocean, there's no, there's nary an island to be like, found. What, honestly, what I think of, because I've been playing Zelda for also, too how long, did you, is when you... Keep going, keep going. When you, like, get to, when you're, like, under un, the underground part of the new Zelda, and you can't go far enough, or you because it's just that's, impossible. That's actually what it is. Yeah, and it goes up to the sky, and you can't get there, but you can't get, a, like, you have to go around it. Okay, so I just want to explain something to you. And I don't mean this in a condescending way, but I'm just going to say it straight. With the way currents and waves work, with the way waves work, a new book I'm writing, <laughs> with the way waves work, with Natasha New York City under, would not be in the same place every day. <laughs> if it didn't touch Duh, the ground. <laughs> 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 so i'm happy we got here which just is a quick way for you to understand why I'll islands touch kicks. the ground <laughs> we would be in a constant state of pangea <laughs> Sometimes New York City would be attached to Europe. Sometimes New York City would be in the middle of the ocean. And sometimes New York City would sink. <laughs> I guess New York City is not a good example because Manhattan... Um, oh, Manhattan is an island. It is an island. I was going to say it's not an island. It's a peninsula. No, it is an island. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, we would sink and also float away. We're going to hit Yonkers. <laughs> I think that's the worst, the least of our worries about hitting Yonkers. Um, you've hit Yonkers. <laughs> well, um, let's move on to the next one. Pamela. Oh, Natasha's fun fact is Natasha wants bell bottoms to come back. Okay. Now, Pamela, Pamela, Pamela is 75. She's one of our older, older gals. And, Poor Pamela, she was not emotionally prepared for the, like, going home aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she fully processed that that is something that was going to happen. And she Once again, people don't know what show right. they're on. And she literally. was, like, so emotional during the final rose. It made me so sad. Yeah. Although I love her leather top and this little chain. <laughs> and on a high. <laughs> she also has gray long hair and it looks good. She has great gray long hair. Great work, Pamela. And that makes sense because she is a retired salon owner. Slay. And her fun fact is Pamela can't get enough of Judge Judy in her life. I wonder how she feels about Judge Judge Judy Justice. What? I'm reading the next line that says, I wonder how oh, she that's feels the about person who wrote Judy the article. Justice. Yeah, well, Judy Justice is her new show on whatever it is, Freebie or whatever. Next. So for those listening who are in Batch Nation... <laughs> And then, so if you're in Batch Nation, just be with me for a second. I'm going to explain something to everyone who's not. 
a couple seasons ago, we had Matt James, right? He was our first Black Bachelor. That was, I think, the last Bachelor season I watched, maybe? Pretty sure it was. Yeah, um, same. It was not a good season, and he is an interesting human. Matt is. And throughout the season, we got to meet a very important figure in his life, and that is Matt James's mom, who is certifiably insane. Patty. Patty. And she is she has a Karen haircut if I've ever seen one. She just has like a Karen like shoulders. She does, and she's like- also like <laughs> known to be a very famed vocal trumper, like GOP, Look at her. like the, conspiracy theorist. Um, what I really want to talk about is how I texted Tom because I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page, and I knew we would be. How cunt she thought she was. She thought this was the twist and of the century. Mama went home night one. <laughs> yeah, she thought this was the twist of the century. She thought she was gonna go maybe to fantasy suites, which. Old people should have sex, but I just got to know, are fantasy suites happening? For sure. Okay. Because <laughs> so that's they, a level of this that I might need to check back in on. Interesting. <laughs> I just want to know no, I whether will be they tun- I won't be like eyes on tuning in. I will be um, back on my batch nation knowledge. Right. Well, do you think, but I, but I think Patty thought this is how it's going to go. Breakout star, kind of a villain, but Gary... I mean, Jerry loves her and she would go to like fantasy suites or hometowns and then get a big upset, go home and then be the next golden bachelorette. Cause that is inevitable sure. that that's coming. We yeah. are going to get golden bachelorette, which is also going to be something I tune in for. Um, and I'm sure she thought that that's how she thought this was her entry into batch nation in a real way. And I knew immediately that she was going to get snuffed because they showed her for a brief second on her entrance in the house. Barely. And the first thing she said to this man, one of the first things she said to this man, Gary, was, you may recognize me. Jerry. 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 My son was Matt James. And Gary said, yeah, I know. Right. I'm sure he was brief that she, she was in the cast. And like, I love that he didn't listen to the producers because I'm sure there was a producer that was like, please keep her. Yeah, totally. I know that is fun. I do feel like he's he's kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Although we see him break down later, like screaming. He's, that's what production. I mean. It's like, I don't know that everybody is ready for the emotions, but yeah, continue. Agreed. <laughs> and Patty loves her body glitter and encourages you to do the same. Please now, Patty. Encourages who? Your, she Jerry? probably sells body glitter. You think she does? Yeah. Why did it say retired real estate professional and body glitter sales saleswoman? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we have Peggy. Do you remember Peggy? I'm not sure. Yeah, she got Peggy. a rose. She did. Okay. Peggy, yeah, she was like one of the last few that get a rose. Um, big go kart enthusiast says the bio. <laughs> um, I remember her being kind of like fun. I I love to hear that she's into go karting. Um, Renee tracksuit. Renee, Renee, yes, showed up in a tracksuit. Um, and she's from Chicago, former Chicago Honey Bears cheerleader. Shout out, Whatever Chicago Honey Bears, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Renee really wants to meet Harry Styles. That's not that fun of a fact to me. Um, I, th- I want her to be excited to meet Jerry. 
Jerry Styles. I see what you did there. Um, Renee looks like an old coworker of mine, and it's hard for me to get past that. Um, and I Great. cannot legally say her name here. Um, I don't think she'll make it far. I think she's a uh, soon out. Now, next we have a kooky spooky woman. I love her. So this woman's name is Sandra. Now, Sandra is from Dorville, uh, Georgia. She's a retired executive assistant, and she does this bizarre thing with him, and she walks in where she holds hands with Jerry, and she does a big, she's like, I just have to do this before we get started, and does a big inhale, and then on the exhale, she just screams, well, not screams, but just goes like, fuck, and then like I another, liked it. another inhale, she's like, shit, and she's like, I love to curse, and I'm like, Okay. I thought she was fun. I don't know. It just didn't. It wasn't funny to me. Oh, I laughed. I didn't. I was like, what is happening? I laughed because in their one-on-one later too, she was very funny. She was like, I hope I didn't come off too like scary or whatever. And he was like, you took me by surprise. And then they laughed. And then after they got through like their one-on-one before she leaves, she goes, I didn't say shit this whole time. I did. (laughs) I I did laugh at that. I did think that was funny. You're right. Um, I like her. She gets rose. We'll see what happens. He also wants to bone. She made that bone very clear. city. Yeah, slay. Now, next we have, which almost who someone who almost feels like kitty cat, kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know when people when we've talked about this on an episode recently, but when words look like and sound like sound like what they are, <laughs> you know when you hear a word and then it is, you know exactly what it is. Right, this woman is a Susan <laughs> to the core of her Sus, <laughs> and she eats though. Like I like her. She, like she, she does eat, and she. It's a couple things. The about ugliest S- dress I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> a couple things about Susan. <laughs> she has a fuck me bob, a little shorter than that. <laughs> Thickest eyebrows in town. Penciled in or tattooed. Those are, those of are uh, yeah, I was going to say those are healthy, but they're also drawn she's in. doing Chris Jenner drag, certainly. That is kind of the vibe. Liza but Minnelli. I, yeah, a little more Liza, definitely. A little more Kristen Wig as Liza, actually, if we're going to yeah. really be exact on it. Um, where is she really, what I loved about her, she rocks the wrinkles in a really like authentic real way. She's like not pulled Mm -hmm. or anything. She just has these like beautiful wrinkles all over her face and like doesn't look to have any work done and looks great. I do think she's maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She looks great. I'm just laughing. She she looks like she's wrinkles all over her face. No, she does. (laughs) (laughs) They're everywhere, (laughs) but it's beautiful. I think she, I think we could learn something from Susan 66 from, uh, Aston, Pennsylvania. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just see her job? <laughs> no, no, no. I was laughing at something else. Okay. Once again, Susan is a gay icon. That's Susan. She's a wedding officiant. That's her job. Oh, I did know that. I saw that because I was looking at this. Yeah. Can you imagine this woman showing up in a in a power suit with her? Yeah, fuck me, I would Bob. like her to officiate my eventual <laughs> wedding. She, del- you know, you know, she turns it on, you know, like right behind the and podium. Or- she is, will say that she's pro LGBTQ. She, I think mm-hmm. that's, she gives that energy of like, I love gay. 
let me officiate a gay wedding. Yeah. Gay, gay, gay. Like, like she has like in her kitchen, like the tallies of how many gay weddings, how many lesbian yeah. weddings, how many straight weddings that she's done. Um, shout out, Susan. I hope you stay around. Uh, next we have, uh, wait, oh, her fun fact though. Susan's dream, dream is having lunch with Chris Jenner. <laughs> and the writer said, oh, Susan, dare to dream bigger drag okay <laughs> the writer of this article that's savage i think that's we'd all savage. love to have i would love to have lunch with chris jenner what do you mean i don't think that's like a lofty goal no um next we have sylvia 64 couldn't tell you a thing about this um is she she looks half dead <laughs> not in age she just looks like someone sucked the soul out of her <laughs> Moving on. She's a public affairs consultant. She she doesn't look like she's made for prime time. I don't remember her. This Teresa okay. girl. You know, she gets a full head to toe. So Teresa photo. is the woman that we were speaking about earlier um, that we were nervous was going to stalk um, our dear, dearly beloved Jerry when she, when he inevitably tells her no. And it was her birthday, and they did kiss, but, and I thought for a while that she was going to be the one that gets the first impression mm-hmm. rose. But, you know, I did think she was really sweet. She was just, like, so, like, taken aback by how sweet he was, which I thought was, like, really cute. And I thought they had a nice connection. But in this photo, I am seeing the darkness. She has a bit of um, kind of, like, shark teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see the demons. There's demons there. Um, so I think I'm. I agree with you, Kix. I'm. I'm a little worried for um, Granddaddy Jerry. Any she thoughts? She was just a lot to me personally. Yeah, she was a little like I. Yeah, I think tears are going to begin soon for her. I think she's like yeah. going to be upset with a lot of things and uh, financial service professional, and she's from Shrewsbury, New Jersey. Uh, and Teresa taught herself all about the stock market. Congrats, babe. Work. Work. And uh, that's our cast. And then we do, the, there's only one person they didn't put in here. They put Jimmy Kimmel's aunt in here. I, I'm I'm not like a late night TV head, but um, she was there and it was clearly a um, kind of like bit that they were going to do the whole time that she was just there and like. But the women and- didn't care. No, like they I, didn't show the women interacting with her, so I think it was just a lot. Like I think it lot. might have been filmed separately. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like, I think she might not have been in the room with everyone. I like, that sleeping that. scene was probably filmed, like, just no, while they for were sure. But doing I think she things. walks in the room with everybody. Oh, Anyways, she did, she I do want to, I want to mention that I wrote this down. Faith looks exactly like Sonia Morgan. Faith, will you pull, pull it back Um. And then I also had a thought of like how iconic would these women oh, be? Oh, Faith is the first impression Rose woman. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. How iconic would it be if these women go on the standard Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> I haven't thought about that. That's genius. Cougar Central. Wait. Okay. So in addition to that, though, I think we should do one thing because it's inevitable, like I said, that this is going to result in a... um a golden bachelorette. Who do you think? So I want two things answered. Who do you think is our girl? And who do you think 
is our next uh, golden bachelorette of these ladies? Like, I think any first that thoughts? the the girl of Mr. Jerry's heart mm-hmm. is it Jerry? Gary? It's Jerry. Jerry. It is Jerry. I promise. Okay. You. Um, is Faith? You do think it's Faith? I think it's. I think it's okay. I know this doesn't answer your question, but I think she's either the one or going to be the golden bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I think she would be great as the golden bachelorette just because like she's fun, but I think that they do really hit it off. I think they hit it off. I'm sometimes I'm weary of the early people who are like really front runners at the top. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes it either goes two ways. It's either like they're it or it's they're a big crash and burn is soon to come. Yeah. I don't know. I think probably mine is, let's see. I'm just kind of like scrolling through them again. I could see him with a Ellen or a genie actually, like one of the mm-hmm. little blonde ladies. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. also they, that I don't know why Bachelor does this, but they're like promos for the next episodes and seasons are deeply revealing of what's going to happen. They always do that. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. They reveal so much because they show the the one he chooses in a gown like he's holding her and they're walking away and she looks like she has like kind of like either blonde or light brown hair um so it could definitely be faith or one of the other yeah uh, i think ellen is definitely as we saw in the promo is definitely going to be up there um but i think faith is i think she would be i would watch her on the golden bachelorette yeah I for me, who I want to be the golden bachelorette. <laughs> well, Patty. A joke answer, Kathy would love it. Oh my god, I would love it. She'd be so intense with those boys. But I really think um Well no, Patty would be crazy. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay, okay, okay. Um, where is she? Where is where's my girl? Where's my girl? April? I think April could be a good addition to a golden bachelorette. Or where is she? It's the hot one. Uh, smoke show. What's smoke her? show. You passed her. I She's did. at the top. Okay. You passed her. Other right way. Now, I'm just thinking right now. Oh, no, really? no, no. Actually, you know what? Susan. I'm going to say Susan. Susan. <laughs> Susan's my golden bachelorette. I would die for I'd Susan. Lo- I'd love it. I'd watch it. So my pick is one of the little blonde girlies for for uh, the one and kicks is team faith. And then I'm going to say Susan for bachelorette. This is my prediction. It just came to me. I think Faith is going to go to top three, mm-hmm. and then she's going to break up with him. She's going to self And that's why he loses his fucking mind, is because she's going to break up with him. Got it. Okay, I could see that. And then she's going to be the Golden Bachelor. Now, when Justice do we think Edith. he's going to break the news that he does not like Teresa, to, to, to Teresa? Because I think he's going to lead her on for a little bit. She goes far because they show that, like, they show a date one-on-one. They also show, like, them on the couch chatting. But I think that she goes, I think she's at, like, top six. Okay, cool. Well, you know, I don't know that I'm going to watch the show every week. And I honestly don't know that you need to watch the show every week. I think you could kind of, like, hop in and out when it's on and get some fun, some fun tears. (laughs) I hope they're all 45 minutes. They, they, I think they definitely are because BIP is two hours, I think, on the same night or the night before or something like that. Because isn't BIP on two hours, two nights a week? I don't know, but that's a lot. 
Yes. It's a, it's a, it's crazy. Um, wow. now is there anything else you, you said you were watching, um, Bake Off is it, should I dive into yes, this season? I, it's just been one episode. Watching the newest season of Great British Bake Off started a week from when this is coming out. The second episode is coming out when this is out. Um, it's so good. They have a new host, which we kind of needed. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really fun. I can't remember I her name. I know her from something. Yeah. She's like a f- famous, like who's who kind of host comedian, um, of the UK. She just yeah, Alison like, Hammond. Some, Alison Hammond. Yeah. She just hosted like one of the award shows. She, I think that was, it's nice to have like a woman back in the mix of the hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Paul and Prue are still the same. Yep. Right. The cast is lovely as always. Um, they're something that I'm really loving is that there is a, um, person who's hard of hearing or deaf and um there's an interpreter there so oh, there's great. like an interpreter and a sign like uh, the bsl interpreter there um and she's she's also hilarious she um and is really great i think she's gonna go far i know how i know allison hammond she's been a judge on drag race uk a couple times got it she's a comedian there um but well, yeah i think i mean i love the show it's like one of my favorite tv shows like it's very relaxing i get and i get so excited when it comes back we're a little late this year it usually comes on in september but oh really oh i guess it did i guess it did yeah. um so yeah it's good their their first um challenge like they do three challenges a week as everybody knows the first one's like a kind of you do you of this genre the second one is like a blind bake and then the last one's like a showstopper. The middle one was they did the famous Great British Bake Off cake that's in the promos. Oh, cool. Which is really fun. They've never done that. And I guess it's like this whole thing because there's a raspberry missing in the cake in the promos. Oh, that it's funny. like all the chatter of the fans. I didn't know about it, but so people like left off too, the you know. People left off intentionally, like the raspberry. It's very cute. They were all so excited to be there, which is like why I just love the show so much. But Okay, well, I'll give it a watch. I, the one thing that I wanted to bring up that I was watching that I'm deeply obsessed with is, um, the supermodels on Apple TV Plus. You must. I heard. Must must, go watch this. It follows um, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, Cindy Crawford, and um, uh, Linda Evangelista as they get ready for this big for the big Vogue cover shoot that they did together. So it follows them just getting ready for that photo shoot, but through it, they go and interview them and tell, and they tell their stories about just being models in the late eighties and through like mid late nineties and what that world was like, because it'll kind of never happen. It never happened like it did then. Like that was the first time Mm -hmm. it had been as big as it was modeling Mm -hmm. and then it'll kind of never happen again. No. So it's a, it's a, they kind of are the, they are the blueprint. And then they also are never, they're they're just untouchable. What they did will never happen again. Like, no, we have Gigi and we have Bella and we have, um, Cindy Crawford's daughter. What's her name? Um, yeah. Like we have these, the Winnie Harlow. We, we, we do have big models now, but, when you didn't have reality TV, you didn't have like places to watch, like, you know, you, you didn't have your hands on media like you do now. Mm-hmm. These women were just on every single magazine. 
they and, and working their tatas yes. to the ground. And it's funny because I remember, I remember growing up and always hearing about how Naomi was um especially because we were Tyra people only because of ANTM mm-hmm. but hearing the Naomi versus Tyra feud and how Naomi was so demanding and a monster and all this stuff she talks about it on in the documentary she's like I get this I get this like um that uh, what what is the word um I get this rep yes that I'm this like demanding monster when it's like I just am a businesswoman who's trying to like work efficiently and should be paid for what I deserve. Mm -hmm. And she's like, for what I, for the work, for the work that I do today, those people above me are making gazillions of dollars. So it's the least of my worries to ask for like 10,000 more dollars, but they got Mm -hmm. such an interesting, they, they get kind of a bad rap for being so demanding about what they need and want um, but they deserve all of it because they're rock stars and their beauty mm-hmm. is so timeless. timeless. They all look all, insane. All and Linda goes into her journey with the cool sculpting stuff and it's so, so, fucked. so heartbreaking. It's so sad. But it's fun to see her like be brave on camera talking mm-hmm. to people about, you know, her, her body now and everything. And I don't know, it's just riveting the whole thing. And, it, and to, cause we were both a little too young to like be watching fashion shows and stuff like on TV when we were kids during mm-hmm. like the Gianni Versace era that they were like coming up in. Um, but the, all I'll say is the end, the, the final sequence of episode two, there's like the final 15 minutes. They, they document the lead up to them being in the freedom 90 uh, music video for mm. George Michael and also them walking the Versace show together to Freedom 90. And I had like full body chills. I've gone back and watched like the 10, 15 minutes, like mm-hmm. five or six times. I just keep going back and watching it because the way they just tell the story, they build it up. The The Freedom 90 video, if you've never seen it, it's amazing. George Michael had all of the women. It was like kind of like the first time this had happened. I guess Michael Jackson did it after that with black and white, but mm-hmm. where he had other people... Like just he wasn't in the video at all. Like cameos. Oh no no, no, no. he's oh, not I in the video. He just has the four biggest supermodels in the world lip sync the whole video for him. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll just that's all I'll say. They the way they cut it, edit it, full body chills. And they're superstars. Literally, nothing can be repeated. No, so go watch it, please. It's so good. Um, and then we will be back next week with, um, I'm going to pause for a second and tell kicks about it before I say it. Um, I think I was talking to Hannah. She would, she said that she'd want to do a Jersey shore episode. Do we want to do it? Absolutely. Okay, cool. So we will, I do have a, sorry, I have a photo shoot on Thursday, so it's, it's she wants to do Wednesday. Great. Great. So we will be next week covering something kind of a blind spot for me. I know all the characters. I know generally what's what happens and I'm, i think it's probably a little bit of a blind spot for you too kicks but jersey shore season one episode one it's absolutely a blind spot for me i have literally you've never, never seen, it? seen an episode oh i've seen it but i, I know i know the players i know the funny quotes i know everything about it i just have never um yeah never watched it yeah i've seen clips because the first time <laughs> 
going to school in Boston, um, it was like the first time I had met people who really like lived in the Northeast because we didn't growing up knew the only person we knew that lived in the Northeast was our aunt Janice. Like we didn't know anyone from or around New York or anything. Mm-hmm. And so many people, uh, Boko were from New Jersey and I learned so much about the New Jersey culture through housewives and Jersey shore and through them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Jersey shore is a fun ass place. I want to go. Oh, you've never been. No. Oh, wow. We got We no, got to get to never been. Well, we are going next week, next Friday. We'll be going to the Jersey shore. Oh, that's right. <laughs> With this episode. Oh, I was like, Kicks, what are you? T- what aren't you telling me? <laughs> I'm like going through it. I'm like, Pocono, we're going Six to the Flags. Jersey shore next week on this <laughs> podcast and in all your podcast feeds. Okay. Um, well, thank you guys uh, for, wait, I do want to make a quick book recommendation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tell me. Okay. So if you like great British bake off and it's Halloween season, I would recommend reading this book called the golden spoon. It's very fun. Very crime horror not really horror but it's like it's a really good time if you like great british, great british bake-off it's essentially great british bake-off but with a murder i love it i don't really read that much but well your doppelganger does wait guys <laughs> so sorry I we keep trying to end this episode found out there's someone who's me in this city and it is scary so there is an account called Hot Guys Reading, and it's just people take photos of hot guys and cities reading. And um, which, you know, I think. How fun is it to toot your own horn? I mean, like, this man looks exactly like me. Well, sure. I mean, I'm sure he's much hotter than me in person. But this man, someone's, I had two or three different people sent them to me. I was like, is this you? And I've never, and this is not to pat my own back. I'm just saying I just I never have like doppelgangers. I don't really have any celebs I look like, which has always been the thing that f- frustrates me. I'm like, I want like a celeb look like or I want someone mm-hmm. to be like I all I ever hear is that I look like you. <laughs> 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 but this man isn't that hard. I looked at him and I was like, I'm confused. I'm scared. Is that me? I I had to ask myself where is was that I me? on that on the, that day? Yeah, like do I live in all life when I go to sleep like is there just like another me walking around because this man has the same haircut as me glasses same like build as me beard, beard. like it, facial hair yeah it it was eerie. apple watch apple socks, watch socks shoes. shoes the whole thing it looked like something I'd wear the only thing that was kind of like disturbing was he was reading and I don't read <laughs> you do read I do read sometimes you can't read but what? you do fake read yeah, I, I I can read. I'm kidding, Tom. <laughs> um, but I'll post I'll post a photo on the on the pod account so you guys can see get your get your eyes on this. Um, It'll be Edith, Tom reading. Yes, Patty. Yes, let's go through the list. Teresa. Yeah. Um, okay, well, thank you guys. This is a fun one, and we'll be back next week with a little Jersey Shore coverage as well as a Love Is Blind bonus app on this whole season with a surprise guest. It seems like a mess. It is a mess. There's only two couples getting married. Usually there's Oof. five. Oof. They left the pods with three couples only. And then one of them, one of them, the one with the insurrectionists, they broke mm-hmm. up in Mexico. And then now we're just left with these two couples that 
we don't really care about. So it's it's a weird season, but it's it the mess is bountiful. This outro has been eight minutes, so thank so you we'll for listening. Bye. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.